Trivia, the only game show where the prize is getting drunk. And before we begin, uh, before we even begin, if I didn't tell you what kind of show that came from, what kind of show do you think that is? Well, you already told me, so. But if, if you hadn't, you know, if I hadn't told you, what do you think that would have been from? I thought it would have been from a Western. Like I from thought New it would have been from Chuck like North some... starring... Some like some forty-year-old local cover band or something <laughs> that only plays like Kid Rock songs, White Snake songs, and has one original song, and that was their one original song. <laughs> like some band that from West true. Virginia. But that is actually uh, from Baywatch Nights, the, of course, the spinoff from Baywatch. Anyway, before we get started, that is the as kind always, of music that hostage negotiators play to drive like <laughs> robbers. Out of fucking Yes, bank. it is. Yes, it is. Okay, uh, before we get started, of course, as always, I do want to remind everyone that everyone playing is at least 21 years of age, and we do play on the honor system. That includes drinking whenever you give an incorrect answer. All questions are found or written by the quiz master. That's me. And are not known prior to, prior to the show to either player. That's them. And players promise not to use anything other than their own brains in order to find the answers to the questions. Remember, everybody, you too can play from home. Just pick your horse and drink when they do. And if you pick the host, you may go directly to drunk. Do not pass go. Also, if you or someone you know would like to play on an upcoming episode of Friday Night Drunken Trivia, we're all for it. Just have them go to facebook.com slash drunkentrivia and drop us a line. And, of course, Friday Night Drunken Trivia assumes no responsibility for any mischief and or mayhem that may ensue from the drunken stupor you will inevitably be in after the game is over. What and, if I want yes. to claim responsibility for that? What if I want to be like a drunken uh, pimp and claim responsibility? Well, I wouldn't suggest it just because we're relatively certain that Friday Night Drunken Trivia is somewhere on the books involved in an official court case. That is somewhere. true. Enough said. Yes. All right. Yes. So what do we got coming up? Because I see Paul's in on the line. So what oh, do we got cool. coming yes. up on some... Um, well, this Sunday, of course, uh, the Airness Equation is taking a break. We will be out of town, probably uh, hitting up the Pinball Museum over in Asheville. 
um, which looks actually really, really cool. And next Friday, we will have Miss Rachel from King of the Nerds, and we are going to be doing some Nintendo trivia. Everybody loves Nintendo. Oh, that's right. Um, is it thirty-two? Shoot, now I have to go through and look. Anyway, um, Sunday, August second, we are in honor of the Republican debates. We are going to have Chris Novembrino back, and we are going to talk about the debates and all the guys who think they want to run to be a president, and I'm sure Donald Trump will come up about a million times. Um, Friday the 7th, however... Should get a mm -hmm. cigar and put on a dog mask and become Trump the insult comic dog and just be like, Lindsey Graham! You forgot to remind me! You forgot to remind me I was going to make that. that That's ours. Like, um, Lindsey Graham, he's a great candidate for me to poop on. Because that's all he is. Right. The guy's a, a fucking sideshow, yes. Parker. That's he all is. He, I, he absolutely he's is. polling at 25% of the Republican, um, oh, among Republican voters. Just I have a lot to say really. about Donald Trump. And anyway, I will be saying we'll, we'll it. We'll get to that on August 2nd. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then that Friday, of course, is August 7th. We will not be on the air. We will instead be backstage hanging out with Mr. Weird Al himself, which is going to be so freaking cool. Like, I, I'm going to have to, I, I swear, I you feel like I have diapers to wear, there, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like I have to wear a diaper because I might pee myself. I, like, Weird Al is like, he's he's it, man. He was probably the first guy ever in my life. Episode that he oh, yes. episode yes. that he um, edited and this on the he cover. He edited. He was the only guest editor ever in Mad History. No, um, Weird Al was probably the first guy I ever had a crush on, like ever. Here, I was like you know ten, and I was like, oh, I love you. And you ended up with me. Circle of life. That's right. That, exactly. Anyway, so that's where we're gonna be. And then the fourteenth, or well, the ninth, we're gonna have an ignorance equation um, that we were supposed to have actually last week. Go fund yourself. All about uh, GoFundMe and the ups, the downs, and in between. And then on the 14th, we are going to have comedian Wendy Starling here on Friday Night Drunken Trivia, and that is going to be super fun. Um, she's the first comedian I've ever heard of who actually makes jokes about horrible, horrible, horrible thing that happened to her. Um, We'll get into that later. I don't know. Titus um, talks about his life. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I, I, okay, I'll have to be specific. And that's some pretty horrible Wendy Starling, Wendy Starling is the only comedian I've ever heard crack fun at the fact that she was gang raped. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty dark. But it's funny. Anyway, tonight hey, we have quick, the King of TV. Can I, can I plug two things real quick? Oh, for God's sakes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Just because we haven't been on the air, um, it's been hit or miss the last couple of weeks because we've been traveling. One, and they just kind of posted this two weeks ago. One, um, everybody I'm sure heard of Nerdist. If you go to Nerdist.com, go to Comic Book Club on Nerdist, on the Nerdist channel. Yeah. Yours truly is a guest, was a guest here recently, last month. They put it up a couple of weeks ago. So go check out my appearance on Nerdist Comic Book Club. Also, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, if you like spinoffs, because tonight's episode is about spinoffs, we had a man who was on a spinoff called Aftermash last episode, I think two Sundays ago, Mr. James Farr, who was clear on MASH. 
So go to the Ignorance Equation page and go check out our Jamie Farr episode. Yes. I'm excited he because so he's an icon. He's probably the first icon, TV icon we've had on the show. That's it. I'm done. Oh, he's so nice. Self-promoting. So, so nice. Like, he, he's such a cool guy. But everybody like, needs really to check out that episode. I love that episode. That's one oh, of my yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was like, I mean, because you remember Mash from the TV show, and he's still the same guy. I mean, he's super duper nice. He's super smart. And he's sharp as like, hell for 81 years old. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. It's an amazing interview all the way around. Yeah, I just loved hearing him just talk. Yeah, we were his first podcast. So I wear it as yeah. a Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, so tonight, of course, we have from Hey, Watch This, the podcast, the king of TV himself. Mr. Paul Goble, how are you today? I'm great. How are you guys? We're awesome. Uh, yeah? I, I got to apologize to you, Paul. I wanted to give you a really good match tonight and study up on my TV spinoffs. I know a lot about, like, 70s, 80s, and 90s because I grew up watching TV. I had no friends when I was little. But uh, <laughs> okay. I kind of went on the Wikipedia list. And there were so many freaking spinoffs I just couldn't, I couldn't take it on, man. It was yeah. too much. I can't believe. Spinoffs to reality shows. That's like spinoffs to the news. Like, hey, look at that story. <laughs> Let's fucking have a spinoff. Fireman saves cat. Well, or like, isn't, that what, isn't that what entertainment tonight and all those shows are? Spinoffs of the news? They just yeah. give uh, the, the entertainment section their own show? Right. That's true. That is true. Yeah, that is true. And then it's like it, it, was, it was actually pretty crazy. Had five failed spinoffs. I was looking through the list. Pilots that never launched. And I was like, well, I don't understand. Yeah. At what point do you give up? If you failed four times <laughs> launching a spinoff, why are you doing a fifth try? Facts of Life was already yeah. a wretched <laughs> show. I don't know. Man. That list yeah. just overwhelmed me. All right, I'll shut up now. Yeah, there were there were really a ton. So, yes, tonight, of course, is um, spinoffs. Uh, Paul, what do you have that you're working on lately that you want to plug and tell everybody about? Um, well, uh, of course, I'm still doing my podcast with my friend David Bax. Hey, watch this. Every week uh, we each pick a show to watch and then we talk about it. Um, last week's episode was uh, about was David and our guest Kate Kulzik. They were talking about Comic-Con. They were both at Comic-Con this year. Yeah. So, so the, the most recent episode is about that. Um, and, uh, of course, you can go to my website, thekingoftv.com, and see all the old episodes and see if there's one that catches your fancy. Um, also, I've been doing this show at the uh, Nerd Melt Theater uh, at Meltdown Comics here in L.A. It's, uh, it's basically a fake reunion show. Uh, the first month we did Friends. And um, we got everybody from Friends together, and I have comedians like Janie Hiddad, Tompkins, and uh, uh, actors like Mather Zickle was on the show, and my friend Jim mm-hmm. Bruce from uh, my the old Paul Goble show is on it, and uh, we basically play like it's uh, a reunion of the show, and it was a lot of fun. Last month, right, we, nice. Last month we did Lost, uh, and that was great. <sighs> Mather Mather Zickle was uh, uh, J.J. Abrams. And that was a lot of right. fun. And so um, we're not doing it in August because that's a slow month. But in September, we're coming back, and uh, Jim is going to do it again, and John Ennis from Mr. Show is going to do it. And uh, oh, nice. we're thinking uh, we're still deciding what show to reunite, but we're thinking we might do Golden Girls or Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, Dukes of Hazard will be a hot commodity right now with all the Confederate flag um, controversy exactly. going on. 
Exactly. Oh, so, um, so if you're in the L.A. area in September, you want to come see that show at the Nerd Melt. It should be a lot of fun. Definitely. Lots and lots of fun. All right, everybody, just uh, as a refresher, and for those who may not have listened before, um, all of our questions, unless otherwise specified, are multiple choice, three towards one point, and you buzz in with your name, and if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you get to drink. And as usual, we are going to use the super magical die of destiny in order to determine how many drinks we take. And here we go. And I have to shake it across the room. Three today. Uh, today, if you get one wrong, you have to take three drinks. Of course, a drink constitutes swallowing liquid that has alcohol in it. Uh, we I, I try not to get too specific on the size of the drink. Yes. Well, I try not to get too specific on the size of the drink because I know me, and like I can't even do a whole Jello shot at once. Like I have to do. Now, half. is this regulation drinking? Is there a particular orifice I have to stick it in, or can I start butt chugging these? At some in your mouth. No, Am you I? are not. I, I do not recommend butt chugging anything. Uh, <laughs> of course, we play twenty-one trivia, as always. Not enforced butt chugging. Good to know. That's correct. <laughs> Uh, we will play the 21 as always, and if you buzz in before I finish reading the question or answers, I will not continue until you are finished answering. And there's one more, but it's irrelevant because we always do it the same. Can I ask okay. the king of TV real quick what he thinks is the worst all-time spinoff since we are doing spinoff trivia today? Oh, boy, that's tough. Um, it is I would tough. say, um, I mean, because most of the bad ones don't really uh, get – you know, go on that long, but one that I thought was really bad was Hanging In, which was uh, basically the Florence show, and Florence got her own show from uh, the Jeffersons. Wow. Uh, it, it was so bad, they immediately brought her back to the Jeffersons, and they never talked about it again. Wow, that's wow. that. I also thought, um, what was it, Golden Palace, the spinoff of the Golden Girls, since you mentioned that earlier, was pretty lousy, too. Yeah, but it had had Cheech on it. You got everybody loves Cheech. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. And in fact, that was another bad spinoff. Everybody loves Cheech. Horrible. I don't know Wait, that. Was, was that from Golden. Pearl? I didn't even know that one. <laughs> Every, yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, was everybody loves Cheech. Yeah, that was a spinoff by Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody uh, loves Cheech. They started giving everybody. Everybody loves Cheech. Everybody loves Chong. Everybody loves Ray Don Chong. They all had their own. Everybody loves cheese dip. I would have watched that. <laughs> I love yeah, cheese dip. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, loves bacon. Hey, hit right there. Everybody, everybody loves bacon. You can put that shit on pay-per-view. You have everybody loves bacon. Bacon wrapped in a Confederate flag. That's a winner. For sure. <laughs> All right. Let's oh, my started. God. Okay, guys. Um, All right. We're going to uh, – I don't know if I'm starting these out easy or not. They're, a lot of them are horrible. Okay, everybody knows Happy Days, but not nearly as many know about Joni Loves Chachi, thank goodness. Uh, how many episodes of Joni Loves Chachi did they actually make? Was it 7, 17, 27, or 37? Paul, was this... Oh, go ahead. Um, Paul, go I'm, ahead. I'm going to say 17. That is correct. There were 17 episodes of Joni Loves Chachi, and the first episode came in fifth in the Nielsen ratings, 
but only because it followed Happy Days. That that was it. It wasn't because everybody thought it was good. It's just like, oh, yay! It's right after yeah. Happy Days, and my TV's still on. Yeah, that, it that did. Was all. What were you gonna? It, it did really great. It did really great because it was right after Happy Days, and it was like watching the adventures. It was basically an hour long Happy Days thing. And but then the second yeah. season, they moved it to another night, and nobody watched and it. it. Yeah. And that's why that's why it got canceled. I didn't even know now, that went on. I'll see what we yeah. I was going to ask for clarification, and now it's, I was going to ask if you meant aired or actually made, because a lot of times they make more shows than they're even able to air. Um, but in it's still which case, now. I will be specific, because okay. I, I there are a couple like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, fortunately for us, some spinoffs do a lot better, like Saved by the Bell, which was actually a spinoff of Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which I think I might have watched once. Uh, which of the following characters were not in Good Morning, Miss Bliss? Zach Morris, Lisa Turtle, Kelly Kapowski. Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. It has to be Slater because he came later. Yeah, right. Uh, that was not on the list. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. Damn it. I'm trying to get the hop on Paul so I could get a few points. Uh-huh. What's the Can't fourth the answer? Uh, the fourth choice was Principal Richard Belding. Yeah, uh, so, uh, it was Principal Belding. That's my guess. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh. Actually, the character that was not in Good Morning, Miss Bliss was Kelly Kapowski. Oh. Kelly was not in Miss Bliss at all, just in, yeah. Still in Princess right. Bell because I really liked it, and I watched it every single Saturday. Every Saturday. I love like, Saved okay. by the Bell, the college years, the episode where Screech was, like, huffing butane or something, and his big, like, break into <laughs> drugs, he was, like, huffing, like, either butane or gasoline or something. Mm-hmm. It was so ridiculous. It's like when the um, Jesse girl got addicted to uppers or something. It was always mm-hmm. soft. They wouldn't commit to, like, doing a drug episode. Yeah. They always had him, like, addicted yeah. to Flintstone chewables or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, speaking of... Uh, which actor was the only one to appear in all the Saved by the Bell episodes, spinoffs, and TV movies? Paul. Was it Dustin Diamond, Mark Paul Gosler? already queued in, called in. Oh, sorry, Paul, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Dustin Diamond. That is correct. Yes. Screech was in all of it. And, of course, because we always do, every time we mention Screech, Nick, would you like to tell the story? Yeah, he's an asshole. He ripped me off for $10 at a con and was a smug dick when I met him. <laughs> yeah. Not not a fan yeah. of Screech. No, we, we all we wanted was a picture. Like, we wanted to take a picture, like, with him, which was, like, five or ten bucks, and that was it. Okay. So he ends up somehow selling us an autographed photograph of himself. And yeah, he did like the 1984 doublespeak on me. And somehow I walked out of there with a picture that I didn't want. He just like made me talk so fast. He snake oil salesman me. And by the end, like I ended yeah. up with his picture. Where I told him like nine times I didn't want an autographed picture. I think he just really <laughs> wanted lunch. Like, really? I think we must have been the only people at his booth. And he really wanted to eat that day. And we only like, went there for my daughter. Because she was like, ooh, say bye to Belle, let's the please. So I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. We had much more fun with Jake the Snake 
Like, he was really, really nice. Oh, and um, yeah, I should have from Buffy, the guy that plays Xander on Buffy, I can't. his name is Nick also. Nick he Brandon. was, yes, total sweetheart. Like, he was like, oh, did that picture turn out? No, let's do it again, let's do it again. Yeah, he was and, awesome. I mean, it was, oh, yeah, and then, like, maybe two or three weeks after the con, we actually saw him in some little, like, low-budget-ish weird movie on, like, Hulu or Netflix or something, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. We've met that guy, and he's on that movie. Like, I, I was kind of like, wow. It was kind of trippy. Uh, but, no, he's a total sweetheart. Like, anytime I see him at a con now, I would totally be like, hey, yeah, I was, was never a Buffy fan. Once again, met him because of Vivian. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, super cool. I really like that guy. Yeah, I'm a total fan of him now because he was really, really nice. Like, he, you know, he wasn't just doing it to get us out of the way or to get money or whatever. He was just, like, yep, being he was super awesome. nice. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so far, we have Paul on the board with two. Um, and Saucy will catch up, I'm sure. Uh <laughs> Maybe they'll do a spin-off of this show. I want to do a spin-off podcast. There you go. That'd be fun. I don't know what it would be, but we'll we'll figure it out. Maybe just me telling all kinds of weird stories that I have to remember. Yes. Well, you did kind of have a spin-off <laughs> oh, podcast. I got the perfect title. It's called okay. It's called Bees Nuts. Oh, God, no. Who's, who's the one that's nuts? It's like bees. No, no, no. Like D is it, it's just, Yeah, yeah. It's like I was uh, thinking more okay. of D runs a mental institution and does a live podcast from there with the various oh, institutionalized nuts. That sounds that, that would be belong to her. They're her nuts. I love it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm sure the Learning Channel would pick it up. <laughs> Freaking right, man. That they do like shows. We like wouldn't be able to tell anybody's real name. That would be the only thing. Like I'd have to make up little nicknames for all of them. Because according to HIPAA laws, or maybe if their family signed off on it, like we wouldn't be able to use anybody's name. Yeah, wow, that would be like so much fun. Just rabbit hole here. All right. I am. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, we digress. It's been a while. Okay. The Colbert Report, one of my favorites, is a satirical spoof of what other show? Is it Geraldo oh. at large? Paul, go ahead. It's the O'Reilly Factor. I yes, I'm like I can't even. Can do it again. Okay, I was yeah. say uh, said spoof, and then I was like, all right. No, it is a spoof of O'Reilly Factor, and they actually said that most of the format, a lot of the segments, and even the ideology is a direct spoof of Bill O'Reilly's show. Like no. they're just flat out the whole thing making fun it, of. It started as a segment on. Uh, on the Daily Show, but it never really yeah. was real. It was basically like it was just mocking Bill O'Reilly, like coming up on mm-hmm. the Colbert Report, like a show that never existed. And then they said, "Well, what if we actually did this for a half hour? Can the joke mm-hmm. sustain itself?" And it did. It, it became one of the oh yeah, and did. then some. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Okay. Uh, speaking of the Colbert Report, still. What is the name of the 435-part series on the Colbert Report? Paul! Paul, go ahead. Better know a district. Jeez, I'm Yes. Better know a district in which Colbert profiles districts and then interviewed representatives 
from each district. You know, I actually kind of think that's sort of a good idea when you think about it. I mean, I know it's huge and four and down, thirty five parts. It would be a huge undertaking. I'm still here. Paul's just kicking my ass that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay. Paul's at four and Saucy's here. Um, but that's okay. We expect that a little bit on, on this particular with Paul. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Paul's quick on the trigger. You're a little quick on the trigger. It's like Northern Brino, but with TV. It's kind of weird. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, now on to Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Woo-hoo. Oh, God. Because there are many, many Star Treks, but this one, you know, we'll start with Deep Space Nine. Now, before the Federation arrived on Deep Space Nine, who occupied the Paul. space station? Paul, go ahead. It was the Cardassians. Yeah. Yes. Not Kim and Chloe and all of them, but yes, the yeah. Cardassians. I always feel Not weird Cardassians, saying that. Remember. Yeah, I, I felt weird typing it because I was like, wait, Cardassians? It, we'll say Cardassians with a C instead of Cardassians with a K. Well, yeah, three like cred just went down a notch even talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, how can you not know? I mean, really? Call me Kate. Everybody knows who the Cardassians are now. Cardassians. That's the difference. Cardassian, Cardassian. Yeah, one has an There you go. We're fine. Okay. That was Paul at five. And we're still doing uh, Star Trek. So, um, still on same Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deep Space Nine. Who does the Federation assign as the chief commanding officer? Is it Major Kira, Captain Sisko, Commander Sisko? Saucy, go ahead. Oh, is it Captain or Commander? I'm going to say Commander Cisco. Yes. That was a few right buttons. I was like, keep going, yay! Yes, it was Commander yeah. Cisco. Um, I was Cisco isn't promoted. Listen to the show like for the first time, I think that my shtick is I never get an answer right. And they're like, this no, guy just, no. is his whole thing like he just can't answer anything because he's such a dumbass? So I'm glad at least I'm on the board now. Although I like that. Yes, you are. That's what my old co-host Jim Bruce pretty much was all about. <laughs> so it worked for him. There you go. Uh, yes, it was Commander Cisco because Cisco wasn't promoted to captain until season three. So good job. Gotcha. Um, what character from The Next Generation starred in Deep Space Nine from the beginning. Paul. Was it? Paul, Paul, go ahead. It was Chief Miles O'Brien. That's right. Yes. Wow. Well, wasn't the Ferengi guy from Next Generation 2? Paul would know the answer to that. What was wasn't the that Ferengi? The Ferengi guy. Wasn't he from Next Generation as well? No. The but TV eventually... Guy? Eventually, um, Worf did join the crew of the yes. DS9. Season four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of the trick answers that I didn't get to get to. Cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the uh, <laughs> some some of the actors who played the Ferengis were on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine and Next Generation, but uh, mm-hmm. none of them were. Or all the Ferengis on DS9 uh, originated on DS9. Mmm. Got you. 
Fergus are always interesting. That, that was one of the more interesting species, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. We are going to Benson. Yay! Benson, of course. I might have a chance now. Springing, <laughs> Benson, of course, springing from the super awesome show Soap that I love so much. My favorite. My all-time favorite. Oh, my God. Show. Like, it just, uh, I, I don't even get it half the time. Well ahead it. of its time. Yeah. Um, but Benson actually lasted longer than Soap did. Soap had four seasons, but Benson had how many? Saucy. Was it five? Saucy, go ahead. I believe it was six. I'm trying to get in here under Paul. I might be wrong. That is incorrect. Oh, Enjoy it. your drink. Okay, Paul, how many seasons did Benson have? Five, seven, or eight? Um, I'm going to go with eight. Oh. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. It was seven. Benson had seven seasons and 158 episodes, where Soap actually only had 85 episodes. You know what's nice? Not knowing something that Paul also doesn't know makes me feel smarter. (laughs) Us being equal and not knowing something makes me feel smarter. Generally, number questions are not my forte, so that's where you can can squeeze in. But you you Uh, have to fight your own self. There you go. Of course. It's all good. Okay. Um, The following comedian also got his very first acting role on Benson as Frankie. Paul. Paul, go ahead. Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. Wow. Don't remember that. It was Jerry Seinfeld. Mm Mm-hmm. He played Frankie. In fact, that was, he often will tell a story about how he showed up for work not knowing he had been fired, and that's the show oh. that he that he had been fired from. Because of course he wasn't. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he showed up right. and got a script. He showed up, got the script, read through, and saw that he was not in it, and uh, mm-hmm. they had to break the news to him. Wow! That same thing How horrible would that food be? Food lion. I got fired, didn't know it, and I was still going to work because they changed all the management in the store, and nobody told me. And one day I just went in, and I wasn't on the schedule. And I'm like, am I fired? It was like mm-hmm. office space. They're like, no, you're not fired. You just don't work here anymore. You haven't worked here in two weeks. And I was like, like well, well I, I, work, like, I work Tuesday. They're like, yeah, but you weren't supposed to. You were actually fired two weeks ago. Nobody told you. So I was still working after I was fired because of the change in management. I fell through the cracks. Yeah. Yeah, I was that's the definition of being fired is that I don't work here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. I found out the hard way, I guess. Right. Uh, one more Benson, because we love Benson so much. In the final episode of Benson, the governor was running for re-election against Benson. But who won? Nick. Nick, go ahead. I believe Benson, Robert Goulet, won the election. <laughs> Robert Is that his name? That Robert was... Guillaume, right? No, Robert Guillaume. Guillaume. Robert Goulet is the guy that Will Ferrell does impressions of. Oh, oh well, right, right, right. Oh, Two beers in, I'm already making You remember the right first name, but that's yeah, incorrect. That. Enjoy your drink. Rob, whoa, whoa, stop. Robert Dublin? What, what's his last name? Guillaume. Guillaume. Man, I've been saying Guillaume. Robert Goulet for like 12 years, and nobody's ever corrected <laughs> me on that. I, I didn't 
That's I mean, not my friends. No, they're all like burnouts. They're not going to know who to fuck Robert. You Dubois say Goulet, I think Buble and Michael Buble. So you know, I go an entirely different direction. Um, okay, so the governor was running for re-election. Okay, the choices are, um, of course, Benson, which was incorrect. The governor, right. a third candidate, right. or nobody. Uh, I believe the answer is nobody. Yes, it was nobody. They actually made all three endings, but didn't show any of them, which some speculate could have been a nod to Soap, because if you recall, Soap also had a cliffhanger ending at the end of the series. Had four cliffhanger endings. I always wonder what would have happened if um, Susan Harris got to pump out a fifth season, because it was written four or five seasons, and she just never got Mm -hmm. to do that fifth season. I read an interview with her where, she, I mean, she was pretty pissed off about the whole situation. Yeah, I hate when they do that. Like, I, and I don't understand what's in. It's obviously something that continues in exec in producers' brains and the executives' brains because, like, one of my favorite favorite shows like ever was Carnival. Well, they did the first two seasons and then they stopped because. The executives wanted to buy a third season, and they said, whoa, 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 we write it in pairs. So if you want the third season, you have to buy the fourth. And the executives said no, so we never got it. And yeah, I'm like, what's behind that, Paul? You're on the inside. Why do um, producers and executives or whatever it is do that kind of shit? Why are they well, morons? <laughs> a show like Carnival, you got to remember it was, on, uh, it was on pay cable, so there wasn't a lot of money involved. So they have to kind of uh, – you know, amortize what they're doing. It's like, well, this isn't feasibly, uh, um, this doesn't work for us economically feasible to write only one season, but we can write two seasons and live on that. And and that's the problem with the pay cables, whereas, like, some people might do a show for cheap, like The Sopranos or Mad Men is the best example. Nobody on, involved with Mad Men is making a lot of money. However, the experience and of course all the awards that they're given you know John Hamm is the biggest one of the biggest stars of all time but I guarantee you he made more money doing the Minions movie than he makes on a season mm-hmm. of Mad Men so wow. the problem is sometimes it's just not economically feasible and so the writers whoever they say well we need you to pay for you know 20 episodes instead of 10 and that way we can write them all at once and get paid otherwise they can't do it it's, the problem is it's the business part of show business. Yeah, gotcha. and it's changing so much, though, because then you've got things like, I mean, Netflix and Hulu are coming out with so much original programming. Yeah, I think we did an episode on that. By the way, I just started watching Ray Donovan, and i got to tell you, this is my new-to-watch show. I'm about halfway through the second <laughs> season. Amazing show. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, yeah, Liev Schreiber's pretty, he's he's pretty intense, man. He's yeah, like, that's a good show. This, this new yeah. season is really, is really very good. <laughs> Uh, well, no spoilers because oh, yeah. I'm about. I'm, I, I mean, and, and yeah. I don't know. I'll never understand it because then you've got shows like Constantine that had such a huge following. I mean, for months I couldn't, walk, you know, go two minutes on Twitter without seeing hashtag Save Constantine, and some of it was from me. But um, <laughs> you, you've got that that people want and are begging for. And then you've got The Flash, which is okay, but if they got rid of that, I probably wouldn't notice. Like, wow. really? Or even Arrow, which I still haven't seen. But then you've got Gotham, which is amazing. 
You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, I don't know. I'll never the understand love the dark word that is the choice. I mean, it's, it's good, you know, whatever. It's another CW, you know, young yeah, adult, had, like, popish. Yeah, romance. Yeah, like a little teeny bopper type vampire diaries, one tree hill BS that we, we have enough of that shit. Give me something with substance. Give me more things like that. That's why I stopped watching that show The Hundred or whatever because of all like the little teen romance in it. It was a good premise, but I just couldn't stomach all the little teen romance crap. It was a good premise, and eventually I'll go back and watch the rest of it on Netflix or whatever. Um, But it's not like like you get something like Orange is the New Black, which is fucking amazing, and you know I could binge watch the entire season at once. I think we got pretty close. Um, you've got things like that that just are, come out of nowhere. And I don't and know. And then you've got Arrested Development, the one of the greatest shows destroyed. ever, destroys the franchise oh by doing that hideous fourth season, which I don't even want to talk about. Like, seriously? Fucking nightmare. Yeah, I, I was very... I mean, that's the thing, though. When you know something works and it continues to work and you know that's what people want, why fuck with it? Really? I think they figured like, we're on um, Netflix now, so we could be as dirty as we want, and they changed uh, Michael Blue's character great. to stop yeah, being like you can't. Man. And then there was like no more center in that show anymore because there was no straight man. He was became a sleazeball no, too. No, they took what was good about the show and killed it, and expected it to be good. It's and like then when they took Steve Carell the off the office. Yeah. The minute you took, took Steve Carell off the office, it died. That was just it. I, and what did we say? One, maybe two seasons more, and it's it's done. That's all. Well, that wasn't a resounding prediction. I think everybody knew that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You know what we're talking about, but yeah, I need to. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get away from the fact that Saucy has one point, uh, and Paul has eight. Um, How many questions are left? Is it even possible? uh, Yes. To me- yeah? Yes, 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 okay. yes. We have a lightning round tonight and everything. It's totally possible right for Saucy to come back and win. Um, if she does it soon. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kidding, baby. It's okay. Um, <laughs> we're staying back in way in way back land. I don't even know when, when these came out. It was before I was, maybe when I was a kid. I don't know. Good times, which I've never seen an entire episode of. But I know how to Google, so it's okay. Shame on you. I, it just wasn't one of those things. When I was that age to watch that show, I watched Different Strokes and Silver Spoons and Punky Brewster. And, I mean, that was the age I was. I wasn't, you know, I didn't watch Good Good Times. Time. It was in that same bracket, that same time period. But I didn't, yeah, but I didn't watch those because I watched all the other stuff. Like, and I watched MASH religiously, and I watched my Saturday morning cartoons, and I was good. That was enough TV for me. Like, there were five shows I think I watched as a kid, ever. I don't know. I watched like, and it wasn't. TV. Well, see, that's the thing. In our neighborhood, nobody really watched a lot of TV. It, we all had four or five channels with the rabbit ears, and we all ran around the neighborhood. And you I know, didn't have a neighborhood. I was back in the middle of nowhere in a rundown country house. That, there there you go. Park. Type house. I didn't even. There have you go, place. man. Oh no, I lived in one of the cleanest trailer parks that existed at the time. You know that was back when trailer parks were okay, because everybody was in the same neighborhood and we all played together and we had like swing sets. So it was cool. Anyway, 
uh, Good Time spun off of Maud, which spun off of All in the Family. It was the first time a spinoff had a spinoff. The main difference, of course, was that they changed Florida's husband, James's name. But what did they change it from? Ooh, so Florida's good husband, question. His name, before it was James, was Michael, Andrew, Henry, or George? Nick. Nick, go ahead. I'm going to say Michael only because that was the youngest son's name, and maybe they made the youngest son Michael to kind of complement the fact that they were changing Michael's name to James, but they wanted to keep the familiarity of the name Michael in the show. Just a shot in the dark. Yeah. That was was really good reasoning skills, but it was wrong. Um, (laughs) Paul, I need to go play with a Rubik's Cube while I'm doing it. I'm going to go with George. That is also incorrect, George. It was actually Henry. The plainest, more name, whatever. Okay. Uh, Still on good times. Who was the character who was always selling stuff out of his coat? Was it James, Mad Dog, Lenny, or Larry? Nick. Nick, God. I don't think it was Mad Dog. I'm going to say Lenny. That sounds like a sleazy type name. Yeah, it was Lenny. That man always had something to sell underneath that fur coat of his. Always. Never failed. Mm-hmm. Very nice. All Thanks, right. Let's, let's come you. a little... Let, let's go a little, little closer to the time period we're in. Law and Order. During the 20 years that Law and Order originally aired, how many spinoff series were generated from it oh, for American God. television? American television. Because it has a few, whatever. But for American television, Law and Order. A stars, few as Icelandic spinoffs, does it? <laughs> I don't think Icelandic. Uh, Icelandic were there four, yeah. five, six, or seven American spinoffs? I'll four, five, five, six, or first. seven. All right, Paul. I'll say, I'm going to say five. That is incorrect. Enjoy your oh. drink. So, Nick, four, six, or seven. Oh, God. I remember there was a ton of these Law & Order shows. In fact, I used to make the joke they should come out with Law & Order Traffic Court because there was just so many <laughs> fucking Law & Order shows, I couldn't keep track of them. I feel like if there was four, I wouldn't be overwhelmed. Like, oh, look at all the Law & Order shows. So I feel like it would have to at least be six. I would have said five out the gate. But since that's not an option, I feel like seven would – I can't imagine seven – I know it's like a Richard Belzer one with iced tea or whatever. Um, I'm going to say six. That feels safe to me. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. There were seven. In the United States, there were seven spinoffs. Um, there actually were a total of 11 Law & Order spinoffs, but only seven were in the United States. Oh. So, yes, I think it is one of the few shows that has that rivals Power Rangers with how many different incarnations that there are. Because, you know, there's like Power Rangers Earth and Power Ranger Amazon and Power Ranger. I mean, it, it's like. And it's probably the lineup changes with its cast, too. Yeah. It's like Survivor. There's like Survivor LA now or some shit. I mean, like, really? Yes. Every year it's like Survivor. <laughs> same thing. They need to do Survivor okay. Detroit if they're going to pick a city. 
No, Survivor Baltimore, yo. No, I'm kidding. Not that bad. Baltimore is beautiful. We were there. It was awesome. I mean, I love it. And okay, people, we were in Baltimore just this summer, just a few weeks ago. I walked down to the corner store and back with things in my hands. I did not get mugged, shot, etc. It's fine. We're talking about April lives in a great neighborhood. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I did not get injured at all. Okay. And you would have got injured Baltimore from falling awesome. down. Uh, yeah, because they got a lot of bricks, like cobblestone streets and stuff. is really cool. Okay, um, back to Star Trek because I like it. So Star Trek spun four sequel series during the first 45 years after the original series, uh, after it left the air in 1969. Three spinoffs ran for seven seasons each. But which season, or which spinoff, sorry, aired the most original episodes? Paul, so which Nick. Star Trek, Paul, go Nick. ahead. Uh, Star Trek, the next generation. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> next generation had 178 episodes. Deep Space Nine had 176. Voyager, which is my favorite, had 172. And Enterprise had 98. I love Voyager. Probably because every day I go past a road called Janeway. Every day. I'm like, oh, and every time I see the road sign, I'm like, Janeway. Star Trek, Janeway, right there. I can't help it. We've lived in this town yes. for five years. You're up in your nerd every time. Nice. Every time. It's, it's insane. Okay. 21 Jump Street. What now is- we're in my wheelhouse. Love 21 Jump Street. Uh, yeah. Great show. I don't know about the movies. I still I have no desire to watch them. Yeah, I won't watch them. Either. None. Mm-mm. All right. Which character from 21 Jump Street was featured in their own 1989 series? Paul. Paul, go ahead. Yeah. It was Booker. Yes. It was Detective Dennis Richard Booker. Rico, right? I don't want to have another yes. Robert Goulet incident. Richard yeah. Grieco, Grieco, whatever, Grieco, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we might be in your wheelhouse now for a little bit. It is pretty common knowledge that the show Happy Days was first seen as a short skit on the late 60s, early 70s anthology series, Love American Style. From 1972 to 1974, which cast member of the Cunningham family starred in another spinoff of a skit that had begun on the same show before joining Happy Days. Holy fuck, this is a question you should have asked before we started <laughs> drinking. Because <laughs> yes. I'm totally confused. Okay. okay. So, Happy Days was originally from Love American Style. Right. And I want to know which cast member of the Cunningham starred in another skit from the show before joining Happy Days. From the show Love so, America Style. Yes. He was also on Love America Style before he joined Happy Days. But he didn't start with Happy Days. Gotcha. Was it Ron Howard, Aaron Moran, Marion Ross, or Tom Bosley? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Okay, I feel like Aaron Moran would definitely have been too young unless she was playing a little kid. But usually that was a show about like um, newlyweds or single people. Um Ron Howard's a possibility, but you know what? I'm going to go with Mr. C. Tom Bosley. 
That's correct for your third point tonight. Good job. Nice. Well done. <laughs> Thank Very you. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which of the following? Every time Paul says well done, I feel like a third grader got a fucking gold star in his spelling test. <laughs> why, why, why do I care? Dude, that? I used to love those freaking gold stars, man. And it's like when Novin Brino tells you that you made a very good point or pointed something out he hadn't thought of because he's kind of like an expert in some areas. Yeah, that guy's he a computer. Is. He is, man. When it comes to, like, freaking hit, like, we had a couple of history shows with him, and I would get halfway through the question, and he'd be like, nice to see you. I'd be like, holy shit, how'd you even know what I was talking about, man? Like, seriously? Oh, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, he's like a pre um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Which of the following was not a spinoff of the Mary Tyler Moore show? Was it Phyllis, Lou Grant, Rhoda, or Too Close for Comfort? Paul! Nick. Paul, go ahead. Too Close for Comfort. That is correct. There's the button. Okay, now I know um, I can Google this later, but I know Paul's got to know it. Whatever happened to Jim J. Bullock? <laughs> well, or last J. time I saw him. Bullock or whatever. Last time I saw him working, he was on an episode of Glee this past season playing himself. But I know <laughs> he I know he got kind of sick, so that's why he, he stayed out of the eye. And he had... He had some trouble, arrests and things like that. I think he kind of went down the Jeff Conaway path. Is uh, what uh, I got. Yeah, I always liked yeah. Monroe. That was always my favorite character on that show. Monroe was great. Makes sense. Yes. Um, but Too Close for Comfort was not a spinoff, but all of the shows that I mentioned actually featured cast members from the Mary Tyler Moore show as stars. Yeah, that one Okay. Yeah. This family was originally seen on the show Perfect Strangers before they got their own series oh, that ran for nine. Paul, go ahead. It was the Winslows. Yep. Damn it. <sighs> right? Yes, it was the Winslows. They appeared um, on that show and then, of course, got Family Matters, which I adored. And, you know, we actually had a talking Steve Urkel doll, like you pulled the string and it would talk, because we picked it up at a local uh, antique place. It was like 10 bucks or something, and I thought, oh, my God, somebody's going to want this, and they're going to want to pay way more than $10. Yeah, it's still in the package. Yeah, it was still in the package. It was, I mean, it was almost mint. It was great, and it still worked. I nice. think we ended up having to give it away, because nobody wanted it. Nobody like, we wanted couldn't Urkel. sell it for- I was like, seriously? This is freaking Steve Urkel here, man. Such Did an you antique. Do that? Right? He's like, you got any cheese? I mean, it was like, seriously, it was perfect. Yeah, that uh, was at anyway. that horrible place we used to run a booth at where the people that owned well, it were it like these 90 year old redneck people, and they were basically like, we don't give a shit if, if you're, like, if you do business here, get out then. Like, yeah, like, that is the They're like, it's like, dude, we would pay you. To set up a booth yeah, here, but no, now they're actually really cool. Um, it's got new owners. They're really, really nice, and they actually have one entire booth that they collect donations for, and um, all the stuff that sells from that booth goes to 
the local animal shelter assistance agency. So it's really cool. And they're like no kill. I got put under citizen's arrest. Yeah. I spent like 300 pounds. Yeah. Just because you were trying to do the right thing and be like, hey, I dinged your car. Well, your truck. I did bunches of damage to my vehicle. Not really anything to your truck. I moved this little piece of trim, but I wanted to be nice. Yeah, I backed into somebody. I back. I was backing out, and I tapped some guy's car. Went in. Didn't have to. They didn't have cameras. I could have left the scene, but because I'm a fucking no, and it smashed up his taillight and barely get anything. Such an honest person. I went in. I was like, "Who's got the red blah 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 outside truck?" And this big redneck guy was like, "Me." And then he went out there and he actually put me under citizen's arrest. That wouldn't let me leave the cops. I had to go pick up my daughter from school, and I was like, let's just do insurance information. This is private property. We don't have to call a cop. And he put me under citizen's arrest, and then things got a, a little bit out of hand after that. Yeah, I had to go down there and all that stuff. It was pretty crazy. Well, I hope you learned your lesson about doing the right thing. Oh, I absolutely did. I've hit some cars yeah. and haven't reported them. <laughs> Around yeah. here, yeah, you don't do the right thing, buddy. Okay, there is anyway, no right thing uh, here. No, we digress. So, Saucy, you have three points, uh, and Paul has 12. But it's okay. We're getting but close Paul to Paul's our... a good job, so I've been redeemed. That's right. So, Absolutely. it's okay. So, for one whole year, Jennifer Love Hewitt had her own spinoff from Party of Five called Time of Your Life, which I never heard of before yesterday. Why did her character, Sarah, leave Party of Five? Paul! Was it just... Paul, go ahead. She wanted to find her birth father. <sighs> that is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh. Holy crap. Paul All right, Saucy. Saucy, yeah, the remaining possible answers are to find her mother, to go to college, or to start a career. I feel like it was to go to college, but I barely watched that show. But since Paul said to find her father, then, of course, I'm going to say to find your mother and ride off his line of thinking. Yes, it was to find mother, not father, her brother. There's another person yep. that disappeared I haven't thought about in years. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Didn't she have a music video or some crap out? Uh, like she years ago. Music yeah, she no, she you know, she's on record. The Ghost Whisperer. Right? Is it still on? No, that's not on anymore. She did put out a record oh. when she was a teen star, but the time of your life is notable because that was Jennifer Garner's first TV show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jennifer Garner popped on there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I haven't seen her in a lot, probably because. Well, she's she... on. She's on Criminal Minds last season. Oh, okay. That's, that's what it good. Is. She's, she's still working. Stuff. I always like that. Yeah, I, I never did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. Even reality and competition shows have spinoffs. In fact, hey, Project Greenlight. Yes. <laughs> Project Greenlight, which is where my, probably my favorite horror film of all time, Feast, comes from. Um, Project Greenlight, where Ben Affleck and Matt Damon gave fledgling filmmakers a shot making movies. Spawned Project Runway with this other celebrity. Nick. Nick, go ahead. I'm ashamed I know this, or maybe I don't, but this was the name that popped into my head. Is it Tyra Banks? 
Feldman argue over who left it, who like ate the last armored hot dog or whatever. 
I'm not a no. reality show guy. I uh, no, no. But you know, I actually um, I saw this. I think I don't remember what, but it might have been Forbes. They were doing um, a study on differences between those who are well off and those who are not. Mind you, it didn't specify the definitions of wealthy and non-wealthy. But interestingly enough, 78% of non-wealthy persons watch reality television. Only 9% of wealthy people do. Yeah, right. And I'm like, dodged a bullet there. Okay. Uh, That's (laughs) not to say that we're wealthy, but we do okay. You know, I I consider us doing okay. So we're all right. Just okay. Um, Yeah, we do all right. You know, we we do pretty, for here we do pretty darn good. But we do all right. Okay. Doing good in Tennessee, especially our area, is just not having a meth lab. If you don't have a meth lab, you're doing good. If you don't have a meth lab, um, if you, you know, have clean clothes and you know how to cook a meal that doesn't involve deep frying or poke salad, right, then you're you're doing pretty good. So we do pretty good. Uh, Anyway... Uh, that was Paul at 14 and Saucy at 5. Yay. Hi. Thank okay. my comeback. That's right. Just a couple more until we start the lightning round. <laughs> and following a 14-season run, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet left television. But wow. seven years later, it got its spinoff. What was the spinoff? Paul. Was it? Paul, go ahead. Uh, I think it was called Ozzy's Girl. That is correct. How in the it hell was, could you possibly know that? Because <laughs> it was horrible. Watching, it was pretty yeah. bad. I remember watching it when I was a kid with my parents. The premise yeah. was that um, Ozzy uh, basically lived by himself now, and he mm-hmm. rented the rooms to these three young uh, girls who were going to college. He was like their father yeah. figure. It was pretty bad and definitely His wife creepy. had to die, right? Because nobody got divorced back then on TV. Well, I believe she was dead in real life. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they made yeah. him a, a widow, though, right? Because well, that yeah. didn't got divorced. Widower, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and there was only one season, but it did have 24 episodes, because back then they actually put in the work. It's not like now where there's 10 seasons to a freaking season. I mean, 10 episodes to a season, and drives me absolutely insane. I'm like, are you kidding me? Seriously? No. I want my 15, 20 episodes. Pretty soon, they'll just be tweeting episodes of shows. We won't even have TV anymore. An episode will be 140 characters. Right? (laughs) I'd be like, ah, Jan kissed so-and-so and and killed the other one. And we're like, what? Anyway. Right? Okay. Even our childhood favorites had spinoffs. Like the Flintstones. How many... Spinoffs oh, do the gosh. Flintstones. How many spinoffs did the Flintstones have? Was it five, seven, ten, or twelve? Nick. Nick, go ahead. I'm going to say a resounding ten. Nice round number. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. What are the other choices? What are the other choices? Five, seven, or twelve. Uh, I'm going to go with 12. Mm-hmm. Oh. 12, including but not limited to 
The Pebbles and Bam Bam Show, The Flintstones Comedy Hour, The Flintstones Comedy Show, Fred Flintstone and Friends, Back to Bed Rock, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Back to Bed Rock. Amazing. One of the worst ones was Fred and Barney Meet the Thing, and it was an hour long, a half hour of new Flintstones cartoons, and another half hour of Ben Grimm, the Thing, but it yeah. had only a passing resemblance to anything from the comic books. It was horrible. <laughs> and he, he, he talked like he was Jimmy Durante. Horrible. Holy <laughs> shit. I know what I'm going to yeah. as soon as we get off the air. You've just made my night Yes. Fall. Yeah, you will. Because, you know, there there are some things that are wonderful because of how terrible they are. For example, uh, one of Nick's Christmas presents from, must have been a year before last, I don't think it was last year, um, the complete series of Ultraman. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Oh, my God. Anybody who has ever seen Power Rangers or Transformers or any of those things, Ultraman's where it came from, buddy. Just Let me give you it. some advice. If you're ever feeling suicidal, put in Ultraman. It is fucking impossible <laughs> to feel sad watching it. I, I've seen it 20 times. I still laugh my ass off watching that shit. I'm just laughing so oh. that show is incredible. That reminds Okay, well, we'll let me do one more question, and then we're going to be in the middle, like ready for the lightning round. But I, I got I to gotta mention something we just watched. Okay. The Andy Griffith Show. The Joey Bishop Show and the Danny Thomas Show are all spinoffs of the same show. Was it Comedy Playhouse, Make Room for Daddy, Paul. Westinghouse? Paul, go ahead. Make Room for Daddy. Dang, dang, dang. Really? Yes. It, they're, they're all from Make Room for Daddy. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, really? That's amazing. I, I remember that show okay, in so, 30 years, but that's amazing to me. Wow. Um, so Paul, I have to ask because it was just on the other day. Have you seen Sharknado three? No, I've never seen any of the Sharknado movies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if Donald Trump was a sci fi show, he would be Sharknado. Yeah, I understand yeah, they're but... very fun. I'm thinking of having oh. a, I'm thinking of having a marathon at some point. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Although the third one is disappointing. I mean, it's not even good. Uh, yeah. I guess no, they kind I, of ran that franchise out. Well, I think the problem with the last, this last one was, like, they probably mentioned Xfinity half a dozen times. Yeah, there was and, a lot of product placement in that. There was a lot of yeah, a lot in the background, too. Yeah, and then there was, like, oh, he... He died because his wireless company sucked, and I'm like seriously. Um, but it, and and I really I didn't like the end. I won't tell you. I won't spoil it. But I I, I was pissed off about the end. Um, and I love all the Sharknado movies, but it just. I mean, before how we, can uh, you not laugh? Go ahead. Before we go into the lightning round, not to interrupt you, but let me ask Paul. The new season of TV coming up here. What should we be looking out for as far as new shows? Oh, I haven't seen uh, everything on the schedule, but I saw um, some Fox pilots. And honestly, mm-hmm. this new this new sitcom with John Stamos uh, and uh, Josh, uh, what's his name, looks really funny to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Grandfathered? Yeah. Is that what it is? What it is? Yeah. yeah. I think and what is is Fuller House out talking about John Stamos? Has that been oh, released yet? 
Matt, yeah. like that's going to be a train wreck. I agree, but everyone's going to watch it. Just like I'll they watched and I all hate the other train wrecks. I'll be watching. But I, I heard the twins aren't coming back, so I don't really know how they're going to pull this off. Yeah, they're worth $300 million. I don't think they'll come anywhere near it. Well, the, it, yeah, the premise is it's, uh, it's Candace Cameron. She lives with her, her other sister and Kimmy Gibbler, and then Candace has uh, a bunch of kids as well. So it's a reverse. Mm. It's like it, instead of three men and a baby and two other guys, mm. it's, you know, and two other kids, it's three girls and some babies. And every once in a while, the other three men will stop by and say hello. Holy mm-hmm. shit, I mm-hmm. bet you Kimmy Kimbler was happy to get that phone call. Has that chick worked since then? I bet. I don't think she has. I'm, I've never... Now, That's I, amazing. I don't think I've seen her in anything. I don't even know what the hell she looks like, to be honest. Not anymore, I don't remember you know? what she looked like. I just, I can't believe... I don't know what she used like. to look like. I just don't yeah, know what, I don't she, know looks what like she looks like now. All right, we ready for Like Candace Cameron, I know what she looks like now. I know what the the... Middle sister looks like now, but none of the other ones, you know. I mean, like, not her. Shit. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think I think the new, the new season of Gotham's going to be freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah I like that. Really That's one of my new favorites. It's my favorite and, superhero uh, show besides Constantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't wait to see. And I... At first, I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are like, um, you, you know, because it's him as a kid, and you know, the timeline's kind of weird, and you're introducing no, all these villains. I love that villains show. I love seeing villains. them yes. develop these characters, yeah. especially the villains. Yeah, that's, really interesting. Oh yeah, that's I think, I, I think that's one of the things I really like about it. It's like, um, or even like Daredevil on Netflix, seeing the character development is. I mean that's the best part. Yeah. I mean I, I never, I never thought I would like a villain so much as on Daredevil because it was like oh my gosh he's so real he's so human it's just oh fabulous anyway um so at the beginning uh, or at the end of that round we've got Saucy with five yay Saucy. I'm patting myself on the back. You know why I like playing ball? <laughs> because him and Nova Brino are the only guys I ever get to break into my fifth beer with. <laughs> I usually never hit yeah. more than three or four beers on this show, but I usually have a nice little buzz after playing Nova Brino and Paul. See, so I'm telling you, even if you lose, yeah. you still win. You've done your um, good um, deed for today. And Paul has 17. Uh, so the lightning round could potentially do it here. Alright, so yeah. the lightning round, of course, I'm not going to use the buzzers, whatever, because uh, I don't have to. Each or and still, is this, uh, if if one person answers, the other person can't answer? Because it's no. true false. Uh, this thing. is a little bit different. So each one of these is only worth, no, no, I think mean, each one of these is going to be worth two points just because you have to pull the answers out of your butt. But uh, if one person gets it wrong, you do have the opportunity to answer if you choose. Nice. And, of course, being that it's spinoffs, I will give you the name of a failed spinoff, and you tell me where it came from. For example, if I were to say, well, I don't know if they're all failed, a horrible spinoff, how's that? 
for example, if I were to say how I met your dad, the answer, of course, would be how I met your mother. And yes, that's a real spinoff that I had never heard of before this moment. It had, they only made the pilot. It never made it on the air. Yeah. Yeah, which is probably a good thing. Probably. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Now remember, I'll give you the spinoff. You tell me where, what evil thing spawned it. Uh, the spinoff name is Joey. Nick. <laughs> Nick, go ahead. Friends. Yes. Yay. There were actually 38 episodes of that that aired, and I never saw one. I guess. No, I actually didn't think that was that bad. I, for uh, Matt LeBlanc, I mean, that was actually a good deal for him. I thought he did a decent job on that show. And that kid Matt that's LeBlanc on that show. Lucky. Huh? Matt LeBlanc gets lucky. Mm-hmm. And the kid that's on he, that show uh, that plays his assistant or whatever, he's like in a lot of those Seth Rogen type movies. I really like that kid. Yeah. I don't remember his um, name. I like that kid. The next spinoff is The Lone Gunman. Nick. Nick, go ahead. That would be from the X-Files. Do, 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 do. Is that a new movie that's coming out or a new series? New movie. Uh, right? No, or is it a series? No, it's going to be a series, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Are you bringing um, David Duchovny back? Yeah, it's just basically a, a reboot. Bringing everybody back, updated new episodes. I'm cool with that. I'm very cool with that. Uh, One of my children actually bought a poster the other day that said, I want to believe. And I was like, seriously, how do you know about that? Now we know why they just added X-Files to Hulu. Because they're getting ready for the Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I I could totally. See, I'm telling you, we should definitely do this paranormal show. We're kicking around an idea of a paranormal show. And I think we should totally do it with the X-Files yeah, so coming back. Yeah, so any paranormal events that's happened to you, Paul, let us know. We'll have mm-hmm. you on our Convince Me Otherwise show that I think we're launching yeah. on a network in September. We Sounds we could good. watch it. We could watch the new X-Files show every week and try to decide whether or not it's possible that whatever alien or whatever is real. You know, we could, we, we could have some fun with it. Anyway, okay, um, the next show is called Top of the Heap. Paul! Paul, go ahead. Uh, that was actually uh, an early show with uh, Matt LeBlanc. It was spun off from Married with Children. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Yes, it was. Oh. It featured Al's schlubby friend, Charlie, and his son, Vinny, who, of course, was played by Matt LeBlanc. And actually, Matt LeBlanc has probably failed in more spinoffs than any other actor ever. Ever. Um, the next spinoff is called The Tortellis. Nick. Nick, go ahead. That is from Cheers. He was Carla's husband. And you know what? I actually like that show. I can't believe that show only lasted like probably half a season or whatever. I used to love that I show. think you probably liked it because I, I saw some of the, the you know pictures and stuff from it. The, um, the dad from that, was he was pretty good. And they all look like they fit the part really well. Um, but the whole premise of the show was that Carla's first husband's new wife left him, and he had to go run and try and get her back. Like she, she was, was played, like a, and she was played by Jean Kasem, Casey Kasem's wife. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was like um, a Terminator. So, no, he was a TV repairman or something. 
He was a TV yeah. repairman, but he, but he wanted to be an agent because they lived in Vegas. Yeah, I love it. Did you like the Portelli's, <laughs> yeah. uh, Paul? I love that show. I, I love that character. Well, I I like I really like Dan Hedaya, who was, he played mm-hmm. Nick Tortelli. So yeah, it mm-hmm. was a decent show. It just uh, it didn't have a lot going on there. Is the problem? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Nah. Um, and just a few more left in the lightning round, and we'll finish out the lightning round no matter what anyway, because we can. The next spinoff is called Enos. Paul. Nick. <laughs> Nick, go ahead. I, I hate to undercut you because I know you might be doing a Dukes of Hazard um, reunion, <laughs> but it's Dukes of Hazard. That's correct. It was Deputy Enos who became a detective in L.A. Doesn't seem like it would make sense. Never seen the show, but I know who Enos is. Yep. Uh, The next spinoff is Hello, Larry. Paul. Paul, go ahead. Well, the answer you're looking for is Different Strokes, but it actually wasn't a spinoff. Hello, Larry and Different Strokes premiered the same season, and because Hello, Larry did, was doing so bad in the ratings, they did a crossover episode, and they retconned the fact that Mr. Drummond and Larry were uh, in the war together. So it wasn't actually a sitcom. Oh. Uh, what would you call that relationship to that show if it's not a spinoff? Well, they've done that before where, because, uh, like, you know, David E. Kelly did that with all of his shows. He did his Ally McNeil, yeah. Boston Legal crossover, Boston Legal, Boston Public crossover. It's just a, a way mm-hmm. of the, you know, the network is, you know, way networks get to monopolize people's viewing, basically. Right. But yeah, Hello, Larry and Different Strokes was the first show to do that after they had already mm-hmm. aired. I, like huh. when I was a kid, I used that was a big deal. I remember when I was like twelve, eleven years old, and like the A team would be on Night Rider or something. I would flip out and be like, "Oh my god!" And yeah, it was kind of Night Rider's on the A team, and like totally. <laughs> me and my friends. Any like, just like that. When that shit happened, or the Fall Guy yeah. would be on like um, um, Starsky and Hutch or whatever. It would just yeah. like that was crazy when they melded those universes together when when I was a little kid. It's like, how Very do they fun. Do Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, the arrow's going to be on the Flash? What do you do? Whatever. Yeah, that was Now it means nothing. But We're the Flash so old is... assholes now. But well, yeah, but the, the Flash did actually spawn from Arrow, which is good, because I like the Flash, and I don't, I don't really care about Arrow. I, I agree. Okay. Um, the next spinoff is Beverly Hills Bumps. Oh! Oh, that was uh, Dennis Franz's show uh, that was spun off from Hill Street Blues. That is correct. Hill Street Blues. Uh, wow. Starring Dennis Franz's character, Norman Bunce, and The Snitch. And they it's both the went from Hill Street Blues. Yeah. They went. They both went from Hill Street Blues to being privatized in Beverly Hills. And because you guys already know it, I won't even ask about the Golden Palace because obviously you know it. Um, the you know what the best thing, you know, you know, you know what the hmm? best thing was about staying in the Golden Palace. You got Keith Marin and Don Cheadle. No, you got to use those golden showers they had. They are beautiful. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Although okay. I don't know um, I would enjoy Estelle Getty's golden showers. That doesn't seem pleasant. Uh, well, you would be one no, of I, just, I would enjoy uh, B. Arthur's, but she wasn't on that show. 
<laughs> Y'all are just anyway. Uh, I got two left. Um, the spinoff is called Brady Brides. Paul, Nick, Paul, go ahead. Obviously, the Brady Bunch. Yes. Wait, wait. Which, it's not chips. I was gonna say chips. No. <laughs> and it had six episodes. Just six. That was all. And then he yeah, died. that's too many. That's way too many episodes. Yeah. And the final one in the lightning round is Melrose Place. Nick. Oh. Nick, go ahead. Beverly Hills, 90210. I was going to say, if you didn't know that one, you were going to sleep on the couch. Jumping. Yeah, I still watch the reruns. <laughs> and I have never seen so many episodes of Beverly Hills, 90210, because I never watched it as a kid. I had no desire to, and now I watch it. Yeah. Right it, after it, that it's game. A- it's much better now than it was then. Same with Melrose Place. Yep. It's much better to watch it now. Yeah. Indeed. I really, I think we only end up watching that. I, I don't know if you watch in the afternoon. I, I much prefer. It's on top TV, and I work from home, so I watch it while working. I, I rather prefer watching the match game in the morning because I'm really good at that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And we saw today the, the one. Uh, now I can't remember. The one with the puppet shoot. Nick, what was it? it? It was hilarious. Like, I looked it up, and the first thing that popped up was, like, two Coolest things. Cuckoo, of, uh, not cuckoo. What is it? Kukla, Fran, and Ollie? Yeah, Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. And she said, the the answer was cuckoo. And she said, oh, cuckoo, Fran, and Ollie. And everybody died. They just The match game looks like so much fun. Like, hey, I would love to yeah. have Charles Nelson Riley and get drunk before the show. Yeah, and, yeah absolutely. And and all get stones in between takes, yeah. Okay, so, uh, Paul, so at the end, right? yes, at the end of the lightning round, we have Saucy with 15 and Paul with 25. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, you know, I mean, well, let me ask, let me ask <laughs> the king of TV this. Because you okay. said I ended up with what, fifteen? Uh huh. Pretty good. So if you had to rate me, Paul, in your court, since you're the king of TV, would I be the count of TV, the page of TV, the peasant of TV? Where do I land on your TV scope? If I, I think I would. Scope? I think I would have to go with the Duke of TV. Nice. Duke, sweet. Duke of TV. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. That's good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, guys. So, Paul, tell everybody again. Is it just hey, watch this dot? How do we find your podcast? King of TV. Yeah, right. If you go to oh, the yeah. King of TV, the King of TV dot com, yeah, it's all right there. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Paul Goble Show. You can be my friend on Facebook, and uh, I tweet about the show and stuff all the time, so you can keep up with me there. Right on. Well, what's very, very nice. it was an honor to be defeated by you. I only lost by 10 points this time, and I am now officially a Duke. So I'm feeling pretty damn good about myself. <laughs> you have a lot to be very proud nice, of. Very nice, very nice. Indeed. There you go, man. And we will not be here this Sunday because we will be probably playing pinball. Uh, but we will be back uh, next Friday. That's right, With yeah. from King of the Nerds. With Rachel. And then with, next uh, Sunday we'll be yep. here with November So we're going to go from playing about video games, which will be a lot of fun, to talking about why Donald Trump is such a douche, which should be a lot of fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know which show I'm going to have more fun on. But we'll talk about all the um, 29 candidates or whatever in the Republican clown car. Yeah. So definitely there, check there, out there. the equation next Sunday, the 2nd, or whatever it falls on. All right. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. I got um, stuff to do, and I've actually got to use And we are going to leave you tonight with the theme song from Baywatch Nights, which Not I originally again. thought was from some sort of Western show. Yes. So run now. Good night, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Round.